This is not a military takeover. Stand by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. It's Friday, it's 11 o'clock, and it's time for the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show with your host, Armitage.
Creona getting things underway. This first show of February was, of course, the Ramones and We Want the Airwaves, taken from their sixth studio album, Pleasant Dreams, that was produced by 10CC's Graham Goldman. And not as the band requested, Steve Lillywhite, but I'm sure you already knew that. Straight after that, it was Metallica and Screaming Suicide, the latest track to be lifted from the band's up band coming 11th album, 72 Seasons. As I've said before, the only Metallica albums that uh, get a constant airing in my house hold uh, you know, the first three, basically the ones with Cliff Burton. Although, to be fair, the Black Album does crop up from time to time. But as from the others, I couldn't name a single track off any of them, apart from a couple off Reloaded. From what I can gather, the band wanted to return to their roots with this record on the strength of uh, the Just Heard, Screaming Suicide and Lux Turner. Uh, it's a Black Album territory really for me. Uh, the, this time next year, will I only remember the aforementioned songs? I'll let you know. Uh, an album that I think I'll know inside out comes courtesy of Sister Morphine and their, after the fact, debut album, Ghosts of Heartbreak City that's due to hit the real and virtual record shops on the 14th of February. So now you know what to buy your loved one. Uh, I said after the fact because the band were around back in the day playing with the likes of uh, of the Teenage Idols and Gunfire Dance. Sadly, after a couple of years together, the band split in 1991 without a note being officially released. Now, the pandemic, obviously... Wasn't a good thing for a lot of people. I was fortunate only to lose my job and nothing else. However, a 30-year-old cassette tape of system morphine rehearsals and demos was stumbled upon that led to phone, text and Zoom conversations. Now, none of the former band members had anything to prove but decided to record the songs properly to get the best ever version down on tape. Well, when I say tape, I mean computer. The result is... The aforementioned Ghost of Heartbreak City. Now, I've already aired a couple of tracks in the shape and form of the title and Nothing Dirty in the Truth on episodes 889 and 894, respectively. But I have to say, the whole album is worth its weight in scarves, bandanas and empty cans of Aquanet hairspray. It does remind me of the late 80s, Tyler, the Queer Boys. You know what I'm talking about. But... Enough of my yakking. This is Red Eye Juice.
Last Sunday, that was the 29th of January, future streaming, downloading and non-live rock radio UK listeners, I ventured down to Brighton for an afternoon and evening of punk rock. The afternoon consisted of 16 Guns, The Phobics and Rage DC at the Prince Albert. I had heard of Rage DC, but hadn't knowingly heard anything by them. Suffice to say, I'm now the proud owner of What You Get Is Just What You Deserve album with my old school chum James, who I persuaded to come along, purchasing the band's last album, Punk To The Bone, on vinyl. The band released a new song last year called Fuck The Man, but I've decided to air Had Enough from the aforementioned Punk To The Bone, as it was great live, with all and sundry joining in with the chorus.
Phobics were up next. And as you know, I love them. They obviously also love me. With Tom dedicated the Neely Man to myself and Peter Fox from Foxy Radio. Hang on. Isn't that an insult? Barton, get the lawyers, you know, on the case. Anyway, injunctions notwithstanding, the band opened their set with two new songs that sounded right up my boulevard of broken dreams. Both still needed honing, but you could tell that they are phobic classics in the making. There were a few hours of panic after the gig had ended, with a certain bassist leaving his weapon of choice in the local Marks and Spencers. I mean, what was Moiny doing in such an establishment in the first place? The nanny man sits at home In the dark he's on his own Thinks about what he ain't done were 16 Guns, a band that were new to me on all fronts. It seems this lineup hadn't played together for over five years. It would be unkind of me to say it showed, but with the band playing to it with full starts and endings, laughing and joking, it made for great viewing. Tom, the vocalist, said that uh, the band's running order was the wrong way round with Rage DC headlining instead of them. But to be honest, everyone was there just to have a good time with many punters in bands themselves. One song in question that had me going, oh, hello, was Liar. As to paraphrase Eric Malcolm, all the notes were played in the necessary order. It just goes to prove that once the band get it together, they really get it together. This one's called Liar. (laughs) 
With a few hours to kill between gigs, I thought I'd try and secure parking as close to the Concord 2 as I could. I'll tell you, the palaver I had trying to pay at Brighton Railway Station, the car park is now app only. So I had to download it and register my car. That involved entering a four-digit code sent by text to my phone, register my bank details. That involved approving payment on my banking app, all whilst thousands of Brighton football supporters filed past with me safe in the knowledge that as a Palace supporter, Liverpool would do them over. Yeah, anyway, moving swiftly on, I found the perfect parking spot right by the stage door, where fortunately the witch doctors were just loading in, so I was able to watch their sound check. The only downside to the Concorde 2 is that it is literally miles from anywhere to eat, and it doesn't serve crisps. Uh, I'm sure by the end of the evening I'd lost half a stone. Uh, if there was any justice in rock and roll, the witch doctors would be headlining the Concorde 2. You know when a band is doing something right, when you get a tap on your shoulder with a tapper asking the name of the band. The Wingman set was going to be live streamed and it was noted that the cameras were rolling whilst Planet Andy, Tony, Lee and Joe were playing to the masses. Hopefully footage of their 10 song set will be readily available at some point. Turn up the color to the wind 
next with the Jewel, who uh, have been at it since the turn of the century. For the Concord 2, the band were down to a two-piece of Tara Raz on vocals and laptop with Paul Laventhrow on guitar and backing vocals. I do believe I've seen them as a five-piece, but I digress. For me, it's odd seeing a band with a laptop providing, essentially, Backing tracks, it's got to be full on or nothing else. Of course, there are exceptions, and tonight, Matthew, the jewel were. Tara and Paul played for half an hour, and I don't think anyone was left disappointed. Wingmen. For those of you who are unaware, the band consists of, in no particular order, 
Baz Warren from The Stranglers, Marty Love, Knee Parrot from Johnny Moped, Paul Gray the Damned, Lee Hegarty from Rut DC, and touring keyboardist Rob Coombs from Supergrass. I've had the band's debut album for a few months now, and I am thoroughly enjoying it, so much so that I'm uh, worried that the Damned's new album, Darkadelic, that's due to hit the real and virtual record shops on the 28th of April, won't be as good, or at the very least, as equal. We'll be able to get an idea for ourselves shortly anyway. With only the debut album to draw from, I did wonder what covers, if any, they would play live. Uh, it was only five songs in before David Bowie's Hang On To Yourself from the rise and fall of Ziggy Stardust answered my question. Baz's day job was represented in the shape and form of Long Black Veil from Norfolk Coast that was the uh, first Stranglers to feature him. A non-computer version of Kraftwerk's The Model seemed to fit the overall sound. The main set finished with a blistering version of the Stooges I Got A Right. They had me wishing that the wingmen would be one of the support acts to Iggy Pop up at Crystal Palace in July. Unfortunately, they're not. Uh, I was interested to hear whether a damn song would be included, but uh, it was Paul Gray's other band that got the nod with uh, Do Anything You Want to Do. But I could almost hear them doing a take of uh, Pleasure in the Pain from Strawberries. But uh, that was not to be. With T-Rex's solid gold easy action morphing into the chorus of Supergrass's Pumping On Your Stereo. There was a song that the band played that uh, I didn't know where it came from. The track in question, Don't Look Back, turns out is a band original that will feature on the deluxe edition of the just-released album. Uh, as an aside, the band will also be releasing a 7-inch of Down In A Hole with a the previously unreleased Turn To Stone on the B-side. I'm hoping the deluxe edition will also include the band's live set as a bonus disc. I did read that uh, one of the other dates, apart from Brighton, was recorded. Fingers crossed. A Q&A with Lee and Marty for us to ask about the tour recording of the album and whatever else takes our fancy. It's going to be held at the Triangle Cafe in Deptford. Uh, Baz also mentioned that hopefully the wingmen will be flying again in the autumn. Ooh, ooh, and indeed ooh. From the Brighton gig, this is the Stooges. I got a right.
As you know, The Damned are one of my three life-changing bands, but were the first group I could really buy into. Queuing up on the day of an album or single release at Shouse Records in West Wickham, seeing them live at the likes of the Marquee, Hammersmith Palais, seeing Captain wandering around the Whitgift Centre or having a beer in either the Gloucester or the Dog and Ball. Damned, damned, damned. Music for Pleasure, Machine Gun Etiquette, The Black Album, Strawberries, not a duff track on them. Phantasmagoria, proof that there was life after Sensible. Anything, proof that there wasn't life after Sensible. I'm alright, Jack and the Beanstalk. Denounced after the fact, but I loved every single song. Grave Disorder, the greatest comeback since Lazarus. So's Paranoid and Evil Spirits, worthy of two EPs at best. So today at 8am, GMT, the first single, that'll be Invisible Man, to be taken from the band's up band coming new album, Darkadelic, hit the streaming platforms. Although, Craig Charles yesterday on Six Music played it on his radio show. First impression is, well, it's all right. Maybe it's because I'm judging it against past releases. I don't know. I know I shouldn't. But at the moment, wingmen are doing it more for me. Maybe that will change after I see the damn live and I've heard the album in full.
listening to Armitage on the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show, who's been piss-pronouncing worms since July 2007. Today was Bandcamp Friday with my PayPal account taking a battering. The first thing I immediately fought out on was the just heard Rich Jones track Stay Young Forever that he wrote for Michael Munro that potentially could be released to coincide with Michael's up and coming documentary. Sadly, it didn't strike a chord with some of the other guys in the band. So Rich ended up changing some of the lyrics 
to make it more from his point of view, the result of which you just heard. Kepi Gooley of The Groovy Gooley's fame has just released an album of Ramones covers called Ramones in Love. From it, this is Howling at the Moon, open brackets, shalala, close brackets. Shalala, 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 No more narco, no more gangster conservatives can cry. I took the law, I threw it away, cause there's nothing wrong, it's just for me. There's no law, no law anymore. I wanna steal from the rich and give to the poor. Oh 
glowing I'm howling at the moon I took the long I threw it away Cause there's nothing wrong It's just for play There's no law No law anymore I wanna steal from the rich And give to the poor Oh baby Oh baby Oh baby Oh baby I took the law seems like years and years ago, it was only April 2020, I played a demo by Duncan Reed and the Big Heads called Can I Go Out Now Please? That basically was, as the title suggests, about lockdown. Well, it currently makes up one of the five tracks that have had a first mix that will end up as part of the Big Heads' next album that is being produced by Dave Draper. So, taking us out of this week's show is... Duncan Reed and the Big Heads and can I go out now please until next week take it easy dreaming of a day when socialising's back in oh oh a day when we're all playing instead of isolating yeah watching as the grass grows planting new potatoes oh oh I'd rather watch the football
This episode of the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show was produced by Bart and Stacey, engineered by Fenny Bridges and was hosted by Armitage Schmidt and was a Watts' Lodge production. Mm-hmm.